and welcome to the Australian Survivor Brains Trust podcast. We've got to come up with easier names to remember. Uh, this is I'm Peter, and uh, this is episode nine. And joining me is Neil. How are you going, Neil? Good, thank you, Peter. How are you today? Uh, really good. Yep. Yeah. Um, we've had uh, an exciting final two episodes. We have. And uh, well, let's get straight into it, shall we? Let's talk about the second last episode. Yes. Uh, Really, uh, a really interesting call because uh, we had Harry won the immunity challenge, uh, immunity, yeah, immunity challenge. Uh, so, are, we, are we doing the one before that when my my tip for the winner get gets dropped out? Uh, no, this that's what I'm talking about. Yep. Okay. Yep. And uh, and oh, Luke, yep. so Luke my didn't win. So uh, uh, the Everybody probably thought that Luke would go. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. He was my pick from the start. Oh, yes. I, I, as soon as he lost the challenge, I went, no, he's gone. He's the, the, Yes, they're not going to take him through. Yeah. I thought it was it was pretty obvious that, uh, that um, uh, as soon as he didn't win immunity in the last probably four episodes... They were going to vote yes. him out because yes. everybody knew that he'd win with you know his backstory and and how he's yep. played the game and everything. Yes. And yes. then we get to um, uh, tribal council, and yes. and Luke has pitched to Pia. Yeah. If she votes for Baden, Baden, yep. Then Luke and so then Harry and Baden would vote for Luke and it would be two all and they'd go to a fire building challenge. Yes. Which Luke would probably win, I'd, I'd assume. Yes. So Pia had to decide because the episode before Luke had saved her and yeah. they'd been good friends all through it as well. He thought it might have been a chance. Yeah. And even watching it at the time, I was, I was sort of thinking... Oh no! You, she wouldn't do it, or maybe she would. Oh, just wasn't really sure which way she was going to go. What did you think? Do you think he, she thought about it, or was it just for the cameras that she made it look like she was thinking about it? I think for the cameras. Yeah, I, I, I think she she gone. But if, if Luke wins the challenge, then it's three of them that go through to the next round, and. If he wins immunity, then, then someone's going to be sitting down next to him trying to convince the council and they're going to lose. Yep. So she went, but if he's not there, then I'm into the final three and I'm a chance to, um, I'm a chance to get to the last two and yep. I think I could, I've played the game well enough that people will vote for me. Yeah, I could, I could see that. The logic behind it. I mean, really, you'd only be uh, playing with your heart if you'd pick Neil. Uh, sorry, Neil, Luke. Um, but if you thought about it, you you really couldn't because he just win. That was a simple thing. Yes. Yep. So anyway, so she did pick um, Luke to go. So Luke was out. Which was disappointing because I had really enjoyed watching him for the entire season. Yes, 
Yeah, no, he did a really good job. He played a good game. Yeah. He just needed to win one more challenge. There is a suggestion that... Um, uh, the, oh, there's some talk in America that they're going to do a uh, like a from the world type thing. Okay. For, not this. Yes. They've got a new series starting in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, but maybe the one or the one after that or the one after that that they yes. might do like winners from around the world or something. I'm not really sure. I don't know if it's true. Or it was just something I read on the internet. Yeah. Um, and the suggestion would, was that that Luke would be the one that was um, going to be promoted, yeah. Yeah. But then again, they might want to choose a winner, so who knows. Uh, I don't think that she would travel away. I I think it's like she is the champion and to have that under your belt rather than go against the rest of the world and, and you might lose and you want people thinking, I won. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, we get to the final episode, and yeah. uh, we have Pia, Baden, and Harry doing a challenge. Doing yes. a challenge, and look, I have to tell you this little story. Uh, uh, I oh, we taped it like we always do, so we don't have to watch the ads. And yes. my wife watched a little bit of it before because I was feeling a bit ill at the time. Yes, and then. Uh, I saw the ad for what a, a very brief look at what their challenge was. Yes. Um, and my wife said to me, oh, what do you think's going to happen in the challenge? And I said, they'll, they'll last about five minutes. Yeah, Aiden will yeah. be out in the first minute. And yeah. then Pia and Harry will, will struggle through for about, you know, five minutes or so. And, and then that will be it because none of them are... are particularly strong physically you know they're not athletes or anything like that yes and so i'm sitting there watching it when i eventually you know sat down and watched it uh six hours and 40 minutes later yes uh baden won indeed could not believe it six hours and 40 minutes yes and uh, i noticed they said that's for the australian survivor so I guess there's a suggestion that on the American survivors they've gone longer doing a challenge. Well, yeah, there is that suggestion. And I'm, I've been trying to think back to something that might have, but I there might be one that was like five, ten minutes longer or something, but I don't recall any going for seven hours. Yeah. Uh, I could be wrong, but I certainly don't recall any of that sort of length at all. Yes. But I was thinking about uh, think about it last night. Um, what happens if if somebody needs a you know a, a toilet break or something? Do they stop the challenge or because you know six six and hours and forty minutes? It's hard to imagine that none of them would have to go to the toilet at, at any stage. Yeah, and keep their position while they pee. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Obviously, they're not going to tell you, but you'd think they'd have to do something. Yes. Because it wouldn't be a good look for one of them to have to step down because he had to go to the loo or something. Mm. Okay. I've just been handed a message by my assistant. Is it lost? Lost? 
Longest. Longest challenge in history. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. And I'd written it off as going to be a five-minute job. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, well. If you, if you think back to the season where I think it was Christy, and I can't remember the chap's name, he's a cricketer. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. You remember that challenge? Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was on the, the cliffs holding on to the... It was. The, um, not a statue or something? I can't remember now. I think they held the idol, but the waves crashing, the weather... I yeah. think Christy made a plea to um, let her have the moment... You think back at that, and this challenge this season was even longer than that. Oh, Conditions gosh. different, but the length of time when you've been without food and resources for that period of time, pretty impressive. Oh, I'm very yeah. impressed, yeah. Yes. That's amazing. Yes, so um, Baden's won the challenge. He gets to go through the last two. Does he take Harry or does he take Pierre? And, like, he's been with Harry the whole time. Yep. All the way through. Yep. Uh, to be fair to Baden, I don't think whoever he chose out of those two, I don't think it would have made any difference. Uh, Harry and Pio played much better games than he had. Okay. And so when it, he, uh, he did end up choosing Pia, which yes. I thought was a bit rough on Harry, considering they'd been basically best friends all the way through. Yes. Um, but obviously he thought he had more of a chance against Pia, but that blew up in his face. It did. Seriously. So the winner was? Pia. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And she got everyone's vote. Yes. So when uh, Jonathan was reading out the votes, and the first one is Pia, and then obviously usually they go Baden, Pia, yeah. Baden yeah. or whatever. And when he just went Pia for the second one, I thought, well, it's not looking for good for Baden. No. <laughs> and then that was it, just all the, the way third through. third one, fourth one, yeah. fifth one. And, yeah, I, I think I did turn the TV off in disgust Yeah. because I, I was thinking, no, no, no. Um, and kind of mocked me and said, she played the game well. She, she, you know, she yeah. the, the moves that she made, and, and even just the disdain when talking to Baden. Like, yeah, you know, there's nothing that you've done that I've not done twice as well. Exactly. And during the uh, pitch to the the jury, uh, Baden really had nothing to say apart from. It, kept saying that he tried to play the middle ground or something, but yes. he had no um, examples of, of where he actually did something or, you know, any moves that he made. Everyone just sort of thought, well, he just went along, and, you know, with his alliance and that was it. Yes. Whereas yes. Pia had examples and spoke strongly and well and, yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, Lynn said that she thought he was mean. Yep. Um, but you have to be in that said, situation, though. She she played the game well. She had had the game to take to the final two, and she is the survivor champion. Yes. All hail, Pia. Yes. Although uh, Luke, uh, yes. a 
fan, not related or anything to him, started up a GoFundMe page because, yes. as you know, he's got two little boys who are on the autism scale or what do they call it, yeah. and uh, he's six six month old girl, is it? Six months? Yes. Yeah, yeah. and she's got uh, some terrible condition as well. Cystic fibrosis. Yes, that's it. Yep. Yep. And uh, they, when Luke actually got them to shut the site down, they had already raised five hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which oh. is more than the first prize that Pia got. <laughs> Why did he say shut it down? Because, uh, being the guy he is, he thought it wasn't fair that he got more money oh. than Pia. Gee, so no. he, he, what last I read anyway was that. The fifty thousand that he got more than her, he was actually going to either donate to charity or give, uh, give, give the back money or back. something. Or I'm not, not sure exactly. Uh, I, I reckon that if it had been me, I would have just said, look, donate it to um, you know some someone that's in, uh, trying to find a cure for your daughter's illness. Yes, yeah. But I thought that was great. You know that people were. Um, you know, giving him money for because he was such a likable guy, and he's you know in such a terrible condition with his three young children, but he didn't complain about it all. You know, uh, during no. the show, he's always upbeat and friendly and happy, and uh, so, he was. Yeah, and, so that was great. Shows his humility in that he's going. I can't take a prize bigger than a winner. Yeah, and, and you know, but thank you. It, it will help our family. Yeah, exactly. And good on Pia as well because she, when told of it, she said, "That's great. There are two winners of Survivor this year." So I okay. thought that was really good of her. Yes, I do have so, to say, mention before we go on about. Uh, where is it? Kerry Sackville. She's a journalist at news.com.au. I'm naming and shaming her. Oh, and shaming. And shaming. Yes. She wrote an article after word had got out about the money raised for Luke. Yep. Saying, Luke doesn't deserve your money. Because, because? he didn't win Survivor. He doesn't deserve a cent. Oh, that's, and, that's uh, harsh. That's very harsh, and I thought, news.com.au, I'm never going to your site again, so they can stick it up. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. it's, it, that's, that was a terrible thing to write, I mean. It, yeah, especially if the winner's gracious enough to go, there's two winners. Yeah, exactly. Um, then, then you know, your story becomes one of um, him and his young family and how wonderful it was that people had donated yeah. rather than attacking him. Yeah, and and if you read her disgraceful article on the side, it basically says, yes, I know he's got, you know, sick young children, but he didn't win, so he doesn't deserve any money. No. And I thought, no. oh, Jesus. I bet if she had kids like that, that she'd want some money. Yes, and it wasn't like he set it up. It was a mate that did it for him. Exactly, yeah. So, uh, good on him. Yes. Um, one thing I did, did want to talk about, though, was uh, I found this really strange. This was 
Ratings from Sunday 18th of the 8th. So it's about a month ago. Yes. So, you know, Survivor is probably about midway through at that stage. But um, ratings throughout Australia for that time slot. Um, now, the block had 1.12 million. Yes. Australia's Got Talent had 865,000. Yes. And Survivor had 650,000. That okay. shocks me. That it was so little? Yeah. It's such a good show. I can't believe they'd get such... Well, perhaps uh, the people that... Um, perhaps the people that... Um, you know, they went, Oh, Dave, yeah, we like him. He's kicked off. Oh, I'm done. I'm not going to watch it anymore. Yeah. So and, and there's also a thing about Channel 10 too, isn't there? There's a, there's Channel 10 is always sort of looked down upon by people who watch Channel 9 and Channel 7 all the time. Yes, there's a, you know, the hillbilly cousin. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so, um, but, I mean, Australia's got talent. I can't believe that got, you know, 200,000 more viewers. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, I've watched a bit of that, and it's just like, oh, I mean, I, there are some good acts on it, but, ah, oh, jeez, they stretch everything out so much, and it's like so many oh. breaks. And, uh, and as, as you said, um, you can't watch it with the ads. No. Just, just cruel, just, yeah, absolutely. Um, yep. We, we yeah. can't watch anything with ads in it anymore, uh, no. we, we tape everything basically um, and, and fast forward through ads well one of the reasons we got Foxtel so we could see our beloved Saints play yep. was um, no ads and because they charged the fee and now they're just as bad as the um, free to air channels with yes. all the ads they've got yep. sometimes you can hit a program where it's like no ads yeah, and and that's great, but yeah, they yes. Yeah, years well, ago we had Foxtel, and at that stage it had no ads. Yeah, and then uh, we moved and didn't have it for a while, and then we got it again, and suddenly it had ads in it, and I was yes. shocked. I, c- I couldn't believe it because you're paying yeah. paying to watch the show, and then you have to sit through ads. Yes. So what are you paying and your money for? Yes, and it was, uh, we're putting these ads in to, to make sure that we're not charging you too much. Yes. Well, well, they still up the charges and put in more ads. Yeah, so. and, and what gets me is, you know, these channels like Netflix and, and that that are streaming, yes. uh, you know, they're charging a fraction of what Foxtel are. and $10 a month. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, I think they only have ads between programs, don't they? I, I think remember. so. Yeah. Um, compared with, I think Foxtel's about 140 or 150 dollars a month. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. Oh well, we're getting off track here, but anyway. Oh no, that's okay. I was going to put forward a hypothetical and say Harry and Peter. Yep. Who would win that one? Oh yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that. Um, well, I would have voted for Harry because I liked him. Yes. But I have no idea which way the 
jury would have gone. I, I think it would have been closer. I think it might have been, you know, one vote difference or something. I think I counted five champions and four challenges yeah. on the jury. So I'm thinking he would have got the four from the challenges. Yep. Um, he would just have needed to swing one of the champions across. Yeah. And I think um, he would have put up a better argument oh, than, than Baden. So, yeah, he, he might have been a, a chance to, to get one of those or maybe even two of those to come over his side. I mean, yes. we'll never really know, but, uh, yeah, it would have been a much better final, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yes, it's been interesting. Um, I've, I've loved some of the challenges. I, I would love to have been you know, back in the, my peak fitness and, and with my body working properly and, yeah. and done some of those challenges. Yeah. It, it would be interesting. There, there were some I looked at and thought, uh, maybe five minutes, you know, there'll be uh, no chance um, that I could have done them. Yep. But there, there are, you know, a few I thought, you know, I could, with all the ropes and making up the puzzle, I think I could have done that. Yeah. I think this season, more so than any survivor I've seen in Australia or America, that it was heavily biased towards um, physical challenges, uh, which yes. is very unusual. Uh, in, in America, they've, they've got it pretty pretty down pat where it's pretty much like a 50-50 split of some physical but, you know, some mental uh, puzzle-type things. And uh, this was just seemed to be so biased towards the, the strong people. It was a bit annoying, actually. Yes. And another thing I must mention too is um, in America, I hate to keep going on about American Survivor, but in American Survivor, a long time ago, they decided that it was better to have a final three rather than a final two. Okay, yeah. The thinking is, if you look at the Australian Survivor that we've just seen, you have that position where somebody wins the last immunity challenge and has yeah. so much power to decide who goes into the final with them. Yes. Whereas yeah. if you've got a final three, so you've got four people and then three have to vote one of them out type thing. So, you know, it can go any which way and one person doesn't have all the power. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I see your point that, yes, with, with Baden getting to choose... Yep. He has a really big say. Yes. Whereas if it's if it's um, three people, then yeah, it, it's it's a bit different. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I like it. Uh, have they done this for the Australian Survivor the whole way through? Uh, Australian Survivor's been the two so then far. Perhaps they need some feedback to say, you know, we like the American. Yeah. Final three, talking about why they should be the survivor instead of the Australian two. Yeah, because when you've got uh, two people in the finale, and this yes. has happened at least twice so far, that one person's been really good at talking and one hasn't. Yeah. So in this case, Pia was great at talking about what she did and Baden wasn't. Yes. And I think the last one, 
um, where Christy won. She was really good at talking, and she was yep. up against a guy who was who played a really good game, but he yep. was sort of a quiet sort of guy and and didn't want to sort of talk about himself type thing, and so she yep. won. You know, same thing as with Pia. Um, off the track, as you said, but one thing I realised later in life is that um, if you're talking with some women, you don't wait to join the conversation. You just barrel in. Yes, yes, because there were a few times that, that Baden was saying something and he yeah. let Pia interrupt him. Yes. And then he just sat there while she said everything and then he just sort of stop talking and, and maybe it's because he's uh he was such a quiet sort of guy in the first place or like you know when i was growing up it was you don't interrupt yes you, but that's not how the social system works in this case yep. it's like you just start talking and yep. and eventually they'll stop and listen and you can get your point across yeah yeah anyway Yes. And you've got to be prepared to argue till you're blue in the face about yeah. everything. Even if you know you're wrong, you, you've got to try argue it. Yes. So, anyway, um, uh, it was a great series. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and it was great doing the podcast with you. It's been Thank you. Uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's certainly uh, even in, improved my enjoyment of Survivor too. Oh, that's good. Um, and you said you'd been downloaded how many times? Uh, I've forgotten now. Was, uh, at that stage, I think it was, was it 260 or something like I that? Think, I think it was 260 that yeah. you said. Yeah. Uh, hang on, I might have written it down here. Uh, no, I didn't. That's um, okay. I, I think it's the same, 260 and... Um, yes, so thank you to all those people who subscribed and, and wanted to listen to us talk about Survivor. Yeah, I, I must admit, I didn't think we'd get that many people wanting to no. listen to us chat away, but uh, <laughs> oh, it's great. Great that people were prepared to put up with our, our uh, mumblings and everything, so it's good. good yes. Fun. So n- now you'll need to um, advertise our next upcoming podcast exactly we have we are going to be doing the australian amazing race uh, which is starting sometime in october they haven't given a date yet um but we will get onto it as soon as uh uh, hopefully this time we'll be able to do a a preview show maybe before it starts and uh, we'll take it from there um and I, i have to say that there has been an Australian Amazing Race on before, uh, yes. but they were, like Survivor, early episodes. They were on another network. Yes. And, uh, well, in the Survivor case, the other networks did a really lousy job, you know, poor poor production, uh, poor everything, basically, in their versions. Uh, yep. Channel 10 came along with survivor and did a fantastic job it's as as good as what you'd see in american survivor yes and and because amazing race is going to be on channel 10 as well i'm hoping that they're going to do as good as american amazing race as well 
up their game, yes. Yeah. I mean, it all really depends on the, the people on the show, obviously. Oh. Um, um, did the guy who did Australian Survivor, does he also do the US version? No. Um, okay. Yeah, I just wondered because um, and then my next question would be, is the amazing race guy the same as who does the US version? But I think it's a homegrown product. Yeah, it's homegrown. But I think I think Channel Ten when they uh, started to do Survivor, I think they actually got people out from uh, producers and so forth from America um, yep. to at least help with the setup, if not train, the entire train, series. Yeah, train the people up as what to do. Yeah, yeah. And they did it well. I mean, you can't argue with with how they filmed it. Uh, maybe you could say the challenges were, you know, biased towards physical, but that's that's not a an, a real issue in so far as how the show's been made. Yes, uh, I think they did a fantastic job. Really, uh, last season was was as good too. So that's two in a row that they've done really well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm, and uh, as well as the Amazing Race, we've got another podcast that we're going to do. Yes. Tell us about that, Neil. Um, it's the Fearless 4 podcast that um, um, I have a series of books that have been written for boys who sometimes reluctant to read. And this, these uh, tales concern my son and his mates and they get to lots of different adventures. And, um, yeah, we're, we're going to discuss the books and, yep. and what's behind them, and we'll see if we can get some guest readers in. Exactly. Um, and, uh, yes. Um, I have read the first three. Yes. And, uh, enjoyed them very much, even though they are supposed to be for younger people. Maybe yeah. I'm just a younger person at heart. Exactly, yes. When books rule the world, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, it did take me back to my childhood reading these these books because, uh, you know, they were the sort of books that I did read when I was, uh, you know, that age. So, uh, yes, it's sort of, a, it, it is an escape back to a world where things were much simpler. Not saying yes. the stories are simple, but, no. you know, the enjoyment's there. I did smile. Um, one of my nieces put the books up on a site that's for kids if they're stuck on books to read. And, and as I'm scrolling through the books, it's being lumped in with um, Enid Blyton, Roald Dahl, um, um, the guy who did the Treehouse series. Oh, yes. Uh, there's a bit of an eclectic mix. Yeah. And, um, yes. Well, that's I, all right, being thrown in with those sorts of people. Yeah, high praise indeed. Yes. But, yes, no, we, we have a, a good team that is behind each of the books. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to having a chat about those. Yeah, and, of course, your son Thomas does the covers as well. He does, yeah. yes. And uh, that's, that's been, uh, you know, signing books with him up the front of a book launch just fills my heart with joy. Uh, uh, we're proud of him. Yeah. So keep your eye out for that. We're, um, the, the 
fearless fall uh, one will probably we haven't worked this out yet, but I assume it will be something like the fearless four podcast or something. I think so. Yeah, yes. something simple like that. Something easy to remember. It'll make yes. it easier for us. Uh, and the Amazing Race, I assume, will be the Australian Amazing Race podcast, or if we can get yes. that before anyone else. Uh, no, that sounds good. Yeah, uh, just just if you go, for, if you're going to listen to an Australian Amazing Race podcast, just have a quick look at the description, and if it says uh, Peter and Neil, you know it's us. Yes. And if there's anyone else, don't go to them. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's the original version. Yes, yeah. exactly. Well, I've enjoyed the Survivor. Thank you, Peter. Um, oh, thank you, Neil. It's been great fun. Yeah. And we'll we'll have to catch up and do some planning for the next ones. Yep. Okay. And I I just want to say that I, uh, considering your wife has been through a lot with her broken leg, uh, I'm going to put a little bit of music just about here. So when you, uh, if you play this back later on, you'll hear this little bit of music and I hope it brings a smile to her face. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. Okay. Right. Thank you, Peter. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll um, text you in the next couple of days and we'll work out um, where we're going from there. Okay. And, you, and thanks once again to all our subscribers and yes. listeners and everything and uh, we'll catch you in our next podcast we will thank you bye bye Neil bye